Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. And I am so sorry, peeps. I literally have realized I was listening to my last podcast, and I yawned like three times. But in my defense, I've been working really crazy hours, and I didn't even really realize I was yawning because... Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to yawn during this podcast, but just so you know, I recently found out, found factoid here, that if you do yawn, the doctors have realized after a recent study that it is probably because your brain need ox- needs oxygen, and so in order to absorb more oxygen, you yawn when you are tired. It's not because you are being inattentive. It's simply because your brain needs more oxygen. And I don't know about you guys, but my brain this last week has really needed as much oxygen as possible. So I I did yawn a lot this week, but I have rested today. I have found inner peace. I also actually went out and did some things outside of my home office, which was really healthy because I've been way too busy working from home. So it was like yesterday and today I went out and did things like normal people did before the pandemic. So that was cool. So anyway, today we are discussing Young Royals episode one peeps. I decided to binge watch this as I said before. Now my binge watching is going to be broken up because I went and did stuff instead of binge watching today. So anyway, but this episode opens with Prince Wilhelm getting in trouble and then being sent to boarding school. Now, what happens with Prince Wilhelm, I am not really quite sure here because it's it's all done very abruptly. And so what it looks like to me as a viewer for the first time watching the series is that Prince Wilhelm decided to go with his friends to a club that he should not have been at, okay? That was his biggest mistake, I think, is he had no business going to this club with his friends because they were idiots and he decided to be idiots with them. But anyway, at the club, as he's outside the building, there's a bunch of older guys who start to basically put their phones and devices in his face to get pictures. And this makes him completely lose it at these older guys. And he starts trying to hit them, get away from them. He's just kind of curled up in a ball, just throwing his hands out. I don't think this means that he is a very volatile person. I think it simply means that he really doesn't like people putting cameras in his face. Now, he should be able to handle that maybe better, but I wasn't raised as a royal family member who had cameras put in my face since, you know, you breathe for the first time on planet earth of your own accord so i'm not going to really judge this character because he completely overreacted in most people's opinion to the situation and i really don't think that his parents should have done what they did next was make him basically give a speech that says my family is disappointed in me and i am most disappointed in me and therefore we all discussed it and i'm going to boarding school which was an absolute and utter lie because nothing was discussed. It was just like, William, you freaked out because people put phones in your face and you couldn't handle it. And therefore, we're going to send you to boarding school and make you even more isolated than you already are, which is really going to help his PTSD. I'm just saying, I don't know a lot about PTSD, but I don't think that isolating that person because they overreacted because they don't do well around people with phones 
is probably a good plan to help improve matters. So anyway, he is taken to the boarding school. And I'm sorry, but I really do not like William, Wilhelm's parents. I mean, I really don't really like Wilhelm on this first episode either. So huge caveat there. But I say that I like his parents even worse because they don't sit there and really deal with the problem, which is, I don't mean a word, if my kid came home and got in trouble at school because they had reacted in the way Wilhelm had, yes, I would be very upset that my kid reacted in the way Wilhelm did. Although I will say, I don't think that he really hurt anyone. He just completely froze up and started flailing, which isn't a good way to be. But I would sit there and go, we have a way bigger issue here than the fact that my son maybe had a flailing incident at 15. Because this isn't the normal behavior of a normal, well-developed teenager. This is the behavior of, like, a kid who doesn't know how to react in human relations. Which is something that they should be able to do when they're a young child by, like, I would imagine the time they're five. So we have really big, serious issues that we need to deal with, but not the issues that Wilhelm's parents are dealing with. And certainly not in the way they're dealing with it. Because I really think one of the worst things you can do to a child in a bad situation is to sit there and go, I am so disappointed in you. I'm going, you know, that is, like, not the good way to boost their emotional health and this is not a podcast on psychiatric evaluation or how to parent but I'm just sitting there going there are so many things wrong with this family and most of them are really not to do with Wilhelm it's to do with what in the world are his parents thinking and I could think something else here but I'm going to try to keep this as g-rated as possible so anyway we have this wonderful interlude where Wilhelm sits down with his parents and his brother and then they have to switch sides because he can't be sitting where he is compared to his brother's height and then he has to give this horrible speech about I talk this point to everyone most of all myself and now I'm leaving to become further isolated at a boarding school and I'm going you know, Wilhelm's life just went from really bad worse. And so he ends up going to the boarding school, meeting up with a distant cousin named August, who I really don't know anything about at this point, but do not like him at all so far. He's just, he's a wretched human being, and I don't think he will improve with age. So anyway, Wilhelm's brother Eric leaves Wilhelm in the charge of August, I think is the kid's name. And that was, that was a really stupid thing to do because August is like, I wouldn't leave a dog with August. Even a dog I didn't like, I wouldn't leave with August. So anyway, Eric leaves Wilhelm at the school. As Eric is leaving, Wilhelm has literally grabbed him as much as possible, like a child almost, and is holding on to him saying, please do not leave me here. I do not want to be, you know, here for three years of my life. I didn't have any say. This is terrifying, basically. I mean, no offense, he has massive issues with freaking out. Not normal behavior kind of issues, like total totally and completely beside himself kind of things. I'm going, 
this kid had something really bad happen. I don't know what yet, but man, he is having massive issues just trying to breathe on a daily basis. And I don't mean weird. A lot of people would sit there and go, well, he just needs to buck up. He's, you know, 17 years old or 16 years. I really don't know how old he is in this show. But anyway, because he's got three years of high school left, so that would probably make him... I'm guessing it makes him 16 in Europe because I think they usually graduate at 19 over there in most countries. I don't know. We're going to go with he's 16 years old. So I'm going, this is not normal behavior for a 16-year-old. Something has happened that is really bad or he really has been isolated his whole life and hasn't developed past, you know, normal toddlerhood in how he's able to interact with people. So it really could be one of the two. But anyway, Wilhelm ends up going to the boarding school. The one thing that I think is interesting is um, when he's at the boarding school that first day, there is a hilarious moment where his brother and him are sitting there posing for pictures of the crown prince dropping off his younger brother at the boarding school. I don't mean it weird, but that would be like an oh joy moment, and I mean that in the worst possible sense, because I mean, no offense, I'm like, they're both hating it there. Nobody wants to get their picture taken. I mean, at the end of it, where the one brother says to the other, um, Eric says to Wilhelm, he says, on the count of three, we're going to run away like the wind. We are not taking one more picture. And they literally just bolt and head out because both of them are really just fed up with this whole, we have to make like a hundred pictures of us going to the boarding school with my brother has disappointed the whole family because he couldn't handle phones in his face, which no offense, but I would set parent of the kids that were sticking the phone in William's face at that whole incident at the club, and I would be, that would be disappointing. I mean, if we're going to really use that word, the fact that you would raise a human that would stick a phone in someone's face because they happen to be of royal blood, who on earth would do that? I mean, no offense, I'm like, where did you lose your humanity to the point that you think that these people are objects for you to put on your Instagram account. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to retract here, but really that made me upset. I'm like, you know what? Okay, yeah, William shouldn't have flailed and completely frozen on that incident, but the fact that somebody dared to put a phone in someone else's face and just, and actually three or four somebody's, I'm like, who on the world do they think they are to do this to another human being? I mean, I don't mean a word. I'd be testy if somebody shoved a phone in my face. I probably wouldn't hit them, but I would think very not nice thoughts and back away, and I would not go back to that situation again, and they would know very well and good that I would not want to be them. So, I mean, no offense. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm going to calm down here. But really, I was like, oh, poor kid. So anyway, so William is at the school. He does go into the church because the church choir for the school has prepared a song. And there is a, basically, I don't know what the song is. I can't really make out the words, even though it's in English, because it's a little hard to understand for me for choir music. I'm not very good at dissecting it. But anyway, but the one thing I think is interesting is this scene, I think, comes into play later on, because I really think the reason that Wilhelm ended up liking the Simon character, which you find out, like, in episode three, I think. I don't know. I haven't watched it. So, okay, full disclosure. But is because as Simon is singing this song, 
there is a line in it that basically says, how do I say this? There is a line in it that says that you want to be remembered basically for good. And that is, I think, what um, Wilhelm made him pique his curiosity with Simon. He's like, you know, I really do want to be remembered, but I don't want to be remembered for all the things that people are remembering me for because I freak out and completely overreact. And then, you know, everything starts rolling for him in really bad way. And you know what? I totally get freaking out and overreacting about certain situations, but the way that he does so with completely losing it and basically kind of curling up in a ball about stuff, I mean, no offense, it's like, that's so sad because he has no way to deal with his emotions. And I think it's interesting that the person that he ends up liking in the show is the one who says, you know, you want to be remembered for good, Wilhelm. You, you think, people think you're crazy, but you're really trying to be sane in a very bad situation as actually one of the lines in the song, which, yeah. I'm like, that's, I think, why Wilhelm liked Simon is because he's the one person in his life who, even through a kind of weird song, is telling him, that's what you want. You want to be remembered for good, even though everyone thinks that you're not okay you want to be remembered for good and maybe you're okay and you're trying to deal with some very difficult things. So anyway, he goes to school, ends up eating dinner at the school, which they serve the people that have been there three years first, then the second years, then the third years. And he's sitting at the table trying to make small talk with the kids that are his age and he says, well, what do we do after after dinner and they say well we basically do our homework and then we have time to exercise or do something else and he says oh that sounds really fun and he's trying to be joking and they say oh yes yes it's it's very fun and he says I, I meant that as a joke I'm trying to be funny it's okay you can have an opinion is what he says he's like you know I might be the crown prince of Sweden but I'm not here to make it so that you don't have an opinion on how you feel about things I'm just trying to make small talk at dinner and so he is eating his dinner, going to school, and then there is this scene. I'm really not even sure why we put it in there, to be quite honest. But there are these girls at the school, and they are just really annoying. So I'm not even really going to go into the girls at the school because it's not G-rated. But I'm just sitting there going, these girls are annoying. But anyway, Simon has a sister. And that sister really wants to be able to make friends with people at the school and nobody wants to be around her because I believe she, she number one is a commoner and most of the kids there are rich kids and royalty, which is making things difficult for her. Also, she is, I think they are half Spanish, half Swedish, a very interesting multicultural family. But anyway, so... I think because of that as well, it causes friction in the school. I'm really not sure. I didn't think that there was a lot of racial inequality in Sweden, but maybe there is. I don't know. But anyway, so the kids will not be friends with her. So Simon decides he's going to bring beer to school that his dad makes, apparently moonshine, for an initiation party for William in order so that his sister is invited to go to the party because she cannot interact socially with the kids because they won't let her. Simon himself does not drink, which is kind of interesting. Like, 
but he's like, you know, I want my sister to fit in. If this will help her fit in, then I'm willing to do this to help my sister fit in. And so he goes to his dad. His dad's like, oh, you want you want the booze so that you can impress a cute girl. And he's like, um, dad, I'm not trying to impress a cute girl. I'm basically, I'm getting the booze so that... Um, my sister can go to the party. I'm not really trying to impress anyone. And I'm, you know, no offense, Simon is gay. So it's like, it's really, that would not really work for Simon. So he's like, I'm not trying to impress anyone, dad. I just want it so that, you know, my sister can go to the party. That was a really bad decision. I think I really skipped the whole initiation scene because it was like, you know, I don't know. I think sometimes that it's not really, how I say this, kids with booze, wearing masks, being idiots, dragging the prince to a party that he really doesn't want to go to, sitting there, you know, no offense, I'm like, why would you scare someone that way? No offense, it's like, I'm like, okay, let's just drag someone out of their nice bed at night when they're trying to sleep and take them to an initiation party. I, I don't know, it just seems like kind of a a bad thing so anyway but um so I did skip that part so I'm going to not leave a review on that section because I figure that booze with underage teenagers is a really bad idea and I don't want to watch it on the screen so skip that at the party though at the end of it Wilhelm basically kind of bails because he doesn't really like being around all those people and so he ends up out in the yard with Simon and he's sitting there he's trying to you know stay calm do his do his stuff try to breathe and not be around people I don't know so anyway and, and he at, and he starts to sing a song I don't know what song it is either and Simon helps him finish it because he can't remember the words because no offense Wilhelm drank way too much moonshine I think is what you would call it I don't know homemade alcohol of some sort and so he's sitting there and Simon says did you like um when I sing in the choir at school and and Wilhelm said, yes, yes, I did like when you sang in the choir at school. You, you sang like you meant it with all your heart. And I really liked that you sang with all your heart, like you really meant what you were saying. And Simon's sitting there kind of laughing because he tried to have a conversation with Wilhelm when he was at school about basically the fact that there was this time in, in class where they were supposed to list when what were the worst crimes if you were going to list them and you know they listed like murder child abuse rape and then they were trying to list do we categorize someone that steals from the welfare system over someone that maybe takes too many subsidies from the government and all the kids in class were from very wealthy families that took subsidies so they said oh it's of course the person that's on welfare that's taking too much welfare and Simon, who is not um, from a very privileged family that is on subsidies, says, you know, I think it's kind of wrong to sit there and go, someone that does the same thing that's wealthy is okay. And to call that basically all right. But someone that might be on welfare who does the same exact same thing but is poor is criminal. He said, it's the same behavior, but we're calling one okay and one not. And Simon says, you know, that isn't very justifiable, no matter how much you look at it. And all the, the students and the teachers sit there and are kind of deaf mute because they're like, well, 
the teacher's like, I can't say that is okay because all these children, their parents do take subsidies that they probably shouldn't have because they're taking too much of it. And even though it's equal to the welfare system thing, we can't equate it that way because it would make the children worry that maybe their parents are doing something they shouldn't be doing. So anyway, it went real quiet in class. But at lunch that day, Simon and Wilhelm says, you know, I... I really liked what you said in class because you brought up basically a very valid point and you said what you said very well. And and Simon says, well, why didn't you say anything, Wilhelm? And William says, well, I, I can't say anything politically because I will get in trouble. And Simon looks at him and he kind of laughs like, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, Wilhelm, but you should be able to have your own opinion and voice it at some point in your life or you're going to probably completely, you know, bottle up and die so anyway he's like you know Wilhelm you can just tell poor Simon's sitting there going he really needs to say what he means at least sometimes or he's going to not be okay so anyway but then Simon ends up going over to eat with his cousin who's afraid that Simon might be influencing him inappropriately because Simon's a socialist I'm really not sure why he thinks that someone discussing something over dinner is going to make someone else a socialist but anyway and again I'm like you know Okay, anyway, I'm going to calm down now, but still, I, I really had a lot of angst on this first episode, I have to say, because I'm like, you know, a lot of this whole deal could have been avoided if maybe, just maybe, someone had actually raised Wilhelm instead of sending him to boarding school and not dealing with actual issues and not handling situations where their kid is completely beside themselves and doesn't know how to handle that and instead of actually sitting down with that kid and going why did you lose it when somebody put a phone in your face they just said you disappointed us and sent them to boarding school for three years of isolation I mean that's not how you handle things with kids that's not how you handle things with anyone and so that was kind of a difficult episode I think overall I I did find the episode interesting. I have to say I do not like the music selection this series. It's way too... It just doesn't really fit the story too well, I don't think. But maybe it's what's popular for people to listen to in Sweden right now. I don't know. I really don't. So that might explain why I'm going, this is kind of weird music for this show because it just doesn't really fit the storyline at all. But anyway, overall, I give this episode probably a 3 out of 10. I'm still going to watch episode 2 probably all the rest of the way, even though I'm like, this show is just not really on this thing, but I'm, I'm trying to broaden my viewpoint, you know, watch some shows on Netflix, site, Netflix since I do pay a monthly subscription. I mean, we might as well make it worth it. And... Also, I'm like, you know, I never judge a series by its pilot because usually the pilots on most shows I've ever seen have sucked brick. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to give this a chance. This might be a good show and maybe they just really had a dive bomb episode one because oftentimes they do. I don't mean it weird. From yeah, really all the shows that I've ever watched that I've liked usually have really sucky pilots. I think the only one that I've watched that did not have a sucky pilot was Stargate Atlantis. That one was interesting, although I will say the Wraith are a little disturbing in episode one. I mean, 
they are the kind of creatures that you really don't want to have invite you as a dinner guest. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, but yeah, I think really Stargate Atlantis and Dr. Quinn are the only shows. Oh, and Home Improvement. I mean, who can forget the dishwasher be blowing a hole in the wall when Tim the Toolman Taylor decides to put an air compressor on the dishwasher because he thinks it will dry everything so much more efficiently. And then it actually blows a fork into the wall opposite. I mean, that that's a memorable moment. And, you know, I love the scene in that episode where Wilson and him are discussing this. And he says, you know, my wife is upset with me because I didn't listen to her when she said she just wanted me to make sure I washed the dish before I put it in the dishwasher. And Wilson says, no, Tim, that's not why your wife's upset with you. Your wife is upset because you blew a hole in the wall with the dishwasher. That's why your wife's upset. And I don't know. Wilson was always one of my favorite characters. I'm not sure what that says about me. But yes, that, that's a memorable first episode. So I have to say, three series had great pilots. But the rest of the series I've watched in my life have had dreadful pilots and I've decided a lot of times to still continue to watch and I have found that oftentimes they do pick up. I think the problem is is sometimes writers try to be extra inventive and also I don't know what would the word be they like to provide shock effect in the first episode like let's make this as crazy as we can and you're sitting there going eh, it's not really that crazy it's just kind of disturbing I mean no offense this episode really wasn't crazy at all it was just like oh that poor kid I mean if I had three phones shoved in my face I'm not sure how nice I would be I would hope I would act way better than Wilhelm but I'm simply saying I, I don't think it was worth being shipped off to boarding school in isolation for three years from my family. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. So, but I will try to calm down about this. But it kind of reminds me of like today. I was on Curia, and there was a thread about a couple that had written in and said, "How do we explain to our daughter, who's mentally challenged and nine years old, that we are leaving for Bora Bora for work and going to put her?" with my sister who has no children who's going to raise her while we're gone and we will eventually come back for her and I'm going um this isn't something you're going to be able to explain to a child I don't care whether they're mentally disabled or not you're going to Bora Bora and leaving them indefinitely while you go pursue I don't know I'm like I have the same feelings with that question as I had with episode one of the Young Royals. That's all I'm saying. And you know, I wasn't alone in that feeling because there were 410 people that upvoted that question with a lot of comments that kind of reflect how I feel about the Young Royals right now. So anyway, with that is my review of episode one of the Young Royals. Check it at the round table. Also, just so you all know, this is a Netflix original series. I highly recommend the English subbed version, not English dubbed. And I would definitely not watch this with kiddies. I might watch it with my older kids, depending on their... Their... Yeah, just depending. Again, I would be not watching this with young children because it does discuss things that I'm like, no, I really don't want to have to talk about that with the kids. But, you know, I'm like, most kids have to deal with knowing about certain things, but I still don't want to have to talk about that with the kids if I don't have to. So, yeah, I wouldn't probably watch this with the kiddies. I am hoping that 
I am glad I watched this by the end of the season one. I'm mainly watching this again for those of you who didn't listen to the previous podcast because of the soccer scene that I saw on YouTube. And I'm like, that makes me want to watch this series because that is like, I don't know, such an innocent and yet heartbreaking scene. I was like, I got to watch this. Yeah. So there we go. Check it at the round table. Bye.